You're listening to the Bible 126 podcast. Now, I believe that every true child of God has deep inside a yearning and a desire to know what God's will is for his life. I think that one of the most common questions is, how can I know God's will for my life? I think that every child of God comes to that place where I want to know just what does God want of me? What is God's will for me? A very common request is, would you pray that I will know the will of God? For we know that doing the will of God is the most important thing. It's the greatest thing possible. God's will for my life is the best thing that could ever happen to me. I believe that I exist for one purpose. And that is to do God's will. And I believe that God has a plan and a purpose for each one of our lives. That he has before ordained what my life is to be and what he is going to accomplish through me. Paul the Apostle speaks of how God is working in us, preparing us for those good works that God has before ordained that we should accomplish. And thus I believe that our whole lives are involved in God's preparation and then God's accomplishing of His plan of His will, of His purpose through us. God uses human instruments to accomplish His work, but God prepares those instruments for that work. We all of us today are in the process of preparation, or some of us in our later years are in the process of fulfilling then that purpose that God had for our lives. Having prepared us, then God uses us for his glory as he accomplishes his will in us. Now it is quite obvious and very true that God hasn't called everyone to be a pastor, everyone to be an evangelist, or everyone into what we would call uh, the ministry as such. I, I believe we're all called to a ministry. But today when we talk about the ministry, we usually think of, of being in the church and spending you know, your full week in, in devoted service to God. Paul in writing to the Ephesians said, Paul, an apostle, according to the will of God. Now, 
If you were writing a letter, you could begin with your name, John. And then whatever you are, a mechanic, according to the will of God. John, a school teacher, according to the will of God. But you see, whatever I insert in there, my occupation or whatever I am doing, I should be able to say that I am what I am according to the will of God. I am doing what I am doing according to the will of God. God calls people to many different vocations. It may be that God has called you to one of the highest and most glorious and challenging of all of his callings, and that's to be a mother. And to have the responsibility and privilege of helping to mold and shape your child's mind towards the things of God. Now, there are those that God calls to uh, more prominent, uh, as far as visibility, ministries. Uh, God calls Billy Graham to a very prominent, visible ministry. Though you may be in a prominent place of visibility, and people say, oh, well, he's been called of God, and, you know, he's walking according to the will of God and all, uh, and it's very visible, yet, and, and, and there's obvious fruit that is coming from your life and from your ministry. There are many who share in the fruit of that ministry. Sometimes they think, well, you know, I'm, I'm not standing in the pulpit and I don't have a chance to talk to thousands of people every week. And, you know, I, nobody really knows what I'm doing for the Lord. And, you know, and, and you sort of feel like I'm just a mother, I'm just a housewife. And all I do is just pray and intercede. And, but I don't really you know, get a chance to share with thousands of people uh, the truths of Jesus Christ. And you, you begin to think that you have some kind of a lesser kind of a calling. Not so. I believe that my mother and father share tremendously in the fruit that has come from my ministry. Because of those early years of input into my life, teaching me the scriptures, teaching me to walk with the Lord. So no matter where it is, prominent, less prominent, visible, or some of those invisible ministries within the body of Christ, God has a place for every one of us, a task for each of us to do. And if I live my whole life and yet do not accomplish that purpose that God has for my ministry, for my life, then I have lived my life in vain. You have only one life. It will soon be passed. And only what you do for Christ is going to last. Everything else is as wood, hay, and stubble. It's going to burn. The only lasting thing that'll ever come of your life is that which you've done for Jesus Christ. 
And that's why the Lord encourages us to lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. Sometimes I think people fear the will of God. If I surrender myself to do the will of God, then, you know, he may call me to go to some awful, woe-be-gone place and I'll be just miserable. But I don't think there's any truth to that at all. Jesus, in challenging us to follow him, said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I think that doing the will of God is the most exciting thing that anybody could ever do. I think that a person who is doing the will of God always finds tremendous excitement and tremendous fulfillment in doing God's will. But the problem is, how can I know what God's will is for me? Is God going to stop me while I'm driving on the freeway to Los Angeles with a light brighter than the noonday sun? And while I'm there parked beside the freeway, reveal to me what is the future, what is his plan? Will I go into some kind of a trance? Have visions of jungles and natives? going into their little thatched huts and see fiery letters, Aryan Jaya? Well, it's possible, but it's not likely. God calls and leads in very natural ways. Now, in Proverbs here, Solomon gives to us three steps towards knowing the will of God. First of all, he said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. You've got to put a full and complete trust in the Lord. Because you will not always understand the calling of God, nor will it always make sense. You must have that full love for the Lord and a full trust in Him. Okay, Lord, I'm going to do whatever you lay upon my heart to do. Lean not to your own understanding, second. We seem to put a lot of emphasis upon those who have a good understanding of uh, sociology and psychology. And, you know, and all of these uh, understandings of men and, and we do just the opposite of what the Lord says. Lean not to your own understanding. The will of God is not really discovered in planning sessions, but in prayer meetings. The third thing, in all of your ways, acknowledge Him. Don't step into a situation until you first of all prayed about it. Ask the Lord before signing any contract. 
Seek God's advice and seek God's counsel in all your ways. Acknowledge Him. Ask Him about everything. Don't make a decision until you've first inquired of the Lord. In all thy ways acknowledge Him. Acknowledge Him what? Acknowledge Him as the Lord of your life. Trust in the Lord. Acknowledge Him would be acknowledge His Lordship in your life. I'm not in charge of my life. I'm not to live the way I please. I am to live to please my Master and to do His will. Now, the result. If I will just trust in the Lord with all my heart, not lean on my own understanding, but just acknowledge that He is the Lord. Okay, Lord, you said it, I'll do it. I'm sure don't understand it, but the result is He will direct your path. It seems to me like we want to sort of reverse things. When a person says, oh, pray that I might know the will of God, it seems to me that they want God to spell out His will. Now, here's what I plan for you this week. Tomorrow, if you'll go down to uh, Fifth and Ross and stand there on the corner, a man's going to come up, and when he comes up, he's going to ask you this question, and so you're to do this, and, and we want God to lay it all out so that I can say, well, you know, I don't think I want to do that tomorrow. You know, we, we, we sort of want God to, to tell us first, and then I can decide whether or not I like it. Uh, but that isn't the way it works. God doesn't spell out in intricate detail. He'll lead you one step at a time. And as a general rule, you won't receive step two until you've taken step one. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.